0: I need someone to show me my place in all this. What's up everybody? Welcome to Long Time Ago Radio, a conversational podcast about Star Wars and the official podcast of canontimeline.com. I'm your host Joshua Mobley and I'm joined by one half of my favorite fans in the galaxy and that's just alex vargas hello how's it going all right so becky's not here because she i she told us that she didn't want to watch the trailer on the last episode but then during the episode she was like sure i'll do it but then i think she backed off of that uh so i think as it stands she has not seen the second trailer for the last jedi And because this is a special all about The Last Jedi and specifically breaking down that trailer and pointing out a bunch of little hidden things and maybe some other things, I might have to queue it up too, just to go through it. But I have a ton of notes um, that we'll go through. This is going to be probably a really short episode, so obviously no news, no Creature of the Week or anything. This is an extra. Um, If you're looking for the other episode that came out this week, we released Bad Rebels and the Morality of the Empire, which I believe is what the episode's called you can go listen to that and we break down a bunch of other news and things but this episode's going to strictly be about the last jedi second trailer so if you are trying to avoid it for some reason you can turn this off there's already an episode for you waiting so go do that yeah, anyway
1: don't, don't listen to us if you if you want to go yeah. into this without any you know any extra news
0: and i should say i i i don't know how you feel about this but i feel like that trailer did not really have it didn't spoil much
1: i don't I don't think it did either. I think a lot of what we what was shown in that trailer was either already shown to us in the merchandise releases and alluded to in the uh behind the scenes in the first trailer,
0: yeah, and I mean it's I understand people wanting to go into stuff a hundred percent clean, not knowing anything because they want just the the most pure experience, but honestly. The, the only way to get an experience like that is kind of just like not even knowing what the movie is and going and then and then seeing it you know it's almost impossible these days to do that
1: yeah and i think also um a lot before the trailer dropped uh what was it like a day or two before rain johnson the director posted on twitter about, you know, you may, he, this is what he wrote, um, let me pull it up real quick, because I think this threw a lot of people off too, and may not have, may have pushed a lot of people away from watching the trailer, let me see if I can find it real quick, but basically he was saying that if you want to go into The the Last Jedi completely clean, do not watch the new trailer, and I think a lot of people were afraid that that meant they are going to be showing a lot of, a lot of the movie in there. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the different, uh, I, some of it was clickbait, but different news sites were saying how uh, he was telling people not to watch it. Uh, one of the one of the things that he he uh, shared was the Daily Express. It says Star Wars ate the last Jedi new trailer. Absolutely avoid it, warns Rain Johnson. And then he's like, nope, I did not. Seems to be a whole bunch of clickbaity jiggery pokery going on around. So even he was he, I think he kind of took back what he said. Because as soon as it dropped he writes forget everything I said and watch it, watch it, watch it. Um,
0: yeah.
1: I think a lot of people were nervous. I mean it's the last trailer before the movie comes out. Uh, we're always afraid they're gonna show a lot, but I I don't think they showed enough to really spoil anything.
0: Yeah, I I didn't feel like I, I walked away with way more questions than I had answers.
1: Yeah, and it, it hypes you up, especially after, you know, you're yeah. waiting for the tickets to go on sale, you're waiting for this trailer and then bam, here it is enjoy it watch it and get ready because in 60 something days that movie comes out
0: i know oh, god and they're going to fly they're going to fly by they are like my i'm entering the busy season at work and Me too. i worked 10 hours today and i don't know where the time went because i feel like i got there at 7 and and then i turned around and i'm like oh it's 5 i should go home like uh, and i'm going to probably have a lot of days like that and so probably you know i guess i'll see you tomorrow to go see the movie yeah every day is, uh,
1: you know one day less that you have to wait and uh, that's you know, true I, day, I like to think less. about
0: that sometimes too when i'm when i get excited about stuff i'm like you know every single day that goes by is a day closer to that thing that i'm super excited about well think about
1: it. how long ago was it we were in florida waiting for the first trailer to drop Being <laughs> yeah. like, oh, at the end of this year we're gonna have this new star wars movie and now it's what, almost mid-October and we're, we're closer yeah. and in November it's going to hit us you know we have seven days we have five days it's yeah. it's gonna catch up
0: yeah and uh it's it's funny you mentioned the like waiting for the trailer I remember the only thing I was thinking about when we were waiting for that trailer was man one day I'll get to sit down again yeah it's like <laughs> every hour that goes by I'll get to sit down again uh but yeah and then we couldn't even hear it uh yeah, so I'm hoping
1: that next year whoever does it invests heavily on some good speakers.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel, I I don't know how you feel and I don't mean to make this about like celebration, but I I hope I wish that they would have just pumped the Star Wars mainstream just in the in the, you know, in the convention center. Just pump the audio.
1: I they should have. And if you remember on Thursday, the audio was pretty loud. We got to watch the opening panel quite a bit of it from a good distance away past the tie fighter we could hear it i don't know yeah. if it was because there was so many people crowded up to the speakers or what but it was not loud that what was it that friday it, we just could not hear anything but uh you're right it'd be nice if they had a room that just showed the stream 24 i mean the the stage is right there but it'd be nice to be able to step away from the stage and just watch the stream all day
0: yeah like little like yeah just little movie theaters yeah, cool. I mean
1: there's there's enough rooms in the convention centers and yeah. so hopefully when it comes back to Anaheim, which fingers crossed it does, um that they do that.
0: Yeah. I did enjoy the fact that like 90% of the panels were just on that stream or on YouTube. So I got to watch pretty much everything I wanted to see other than like I'm glad I went to Rebels and got to see the episode, but Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh my god, that's like this weekend, isn't it? Uh, I want to say it is. Yeah, that's coming up oh really soon. Oh my god! We a... Yeah, so we, it's like man, you 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 get uh you get just the appetizer in five days. Amazing. Five yeah, days. Yeah, we get two episodes. Mhm.
1: Heroes episodes. of Mandalore, Part One and Part Two.
0: Yep. So I've seen Part One, so I'm looking forward to watching it again. But really got to see that Part Two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, and, and we don't have that many episodes left, so it'll no. be
1: interesting to see how ezra becomes snoke
0: <laughs> god <laughs> all right with that we should probably get on topic so i'm just gonna go right into the trailer again if, if you don't want spoilers and you've been here this long for some reason please leave uh yes stop listening right yeah, now just stop listening just go away anyway the trailer starts off and uh we hear snoke saying when i found you i saw raw untamed power and i saw something truly special and like while we're seeing this we see the new at80s with those dope spikes on them they look like the they look like if if a bunch of uh orcs like built <laughs> an at yeah they kind of have
1: a like they walk like a gorilla but they're really yeah. on their knuckles
0: yeah they're kind of they're pretty cool looking um and then we also see Kylo with his helmet, and he's in a giant red red. At least we presume it's Kylo. I know some people are like, what if it's Dark gray? And I'm like, I don't think so. Well, let's, let's uh, go back
1: Go back real quick to the shot of those new walkers. If you look yeah, in between them, it looks like modified uh, Imperial Addits, too. So you can see the difference in the sizes of these, of these uh, giant things. Um, the First Order ones are much larger.
0: Yeah. I I, I need to go back and look at that because someone told me that too and I I did not see that.
1: Yeah, if you look at this the very first opening scene where Kylo Ren is looking outside the window if you look in the back it looks like there's some AT-STs, the chicken walkers and also the uh, some AT-ATs in the background too so my guess is at some point they took possession of Imperial equipment and just held on to it and this is their backup supply
0: Mm -hmm. Interesting Um Anyway, uh, we, get, we do we see Kylo um, with his helmet in the giant red room. Pra, there's some Praetorian guards in the background, which are uh, Snoke's Imperial guards, basically. Um, we see his new lightsaber, which looks awesome. It's the same kind of idea, but I guess it's 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 like sleek and black now instead of just a, like the garbage saber that everyone well, jokes about. It looks, it looks
1: clean, so I'm wondering if this might be a flashback. 'Cause it's the same kind of rugged build. You still have the cable on the outside, yeah. but it, it looks new.
0: But I think it's more of of a um like I, I think it's more like he's he's focused. He's a bit more focused now. Yeah. Which me and that's reflected in the lightsaber a little bit. But I mean, that this could all change in sixty days, but that's the way I interpreted it. I was like, ah, okay. He's, his mind is sharper, he's not as you know, all over the place, like angry teenager anymore, even though he's not a teenager, but, uh, yeah. Um, and then the last shot, the last shot, when after Snoke says, I saw something truly special, we see Ray light up her lightsaber. And I thought it was weird that when she's staring at her lightsaber, we hear like the super creepy music, like, like kind of like, I don't, it, it, it's, it, I was like, that's kind of, interesting pick for her and it definitely highlights that this trailer and i don't know if you got this impression really tries to ham up the connection between ray and kylo like there's something between them not romantic but like they're connected somehow yeah and i'm like and and it and it really tries to uh get that point across i think it does a really good job of getting that point across but like yeah
1: well oh, and i think also i mean that the right after she ignites her lightsaber you have this buildup of music and her handing it to luke and it's kind of like this impeding danger that something's going something is in the works and it's going to happen that it's going to affect everybody in a different way um just the, just the tension in the music right there like you watch the force awakens and there was almost like a, a feeling of hope in the trailers and you watch this and it's there's anxiety with every everything yeah. that happens
0: yeah, it's there is an un, um, an unsettled an unsettlingness. That's not a real word, but I'm going to use it <laughs> with all this stuff. And uh, yeah, so after that, we hear Ray say, um, "There's something inside me. It's always been there, and now it's awake. And now I need help." And I thought that was an I thought that was an interesting line especially considering the last movie was called The Force Awakens. <laughs> so uh, what do you think she means by that? Like, does she just mean the Force in general? Like, obviously, she, she's gone most of her life being Force-sensitive and not really knowing it, and then all of a sudden knowing it.
1: I think it's a combination of that, and and this whole time she's been waiting for for her family to come back to her, and it's never happened. And now she's like, okay, well, I need to find my place in the world, and with the force having awakened within her, now she knows, okay, this this is my path. Now I need to know which. Now I know which way I need to go. Hopefully, Luke can be my teacher.
0: hmm Yeah, and then uh, we see her. I I wrote Ray chilling on the island, looking at books, training like a G. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: she does some great moves right. Uh, right yeah. next to the edge of the. Was up against this the one giant stone that we've seen in the first trailer? Yeah, the
0: one that and, everyone thought Yoda was sitting on top of. The
1: one that everyone thought Yoda was sitting, or was like, oh, you know, that's a character standing there. No, it's it's, it's a stone, yeah. but uh, it it's got some shapes to it. And yeah. then uh, that next shot is of her, you know, just breaking the ground under her, and Luke's face just stunned.
0: Yeah, I like um, I like his sort of shock. I think um. Mark Hamill in this, in this trailer a lot has like some great character moments. Like they really kind of in, in the first trailer, they make him seem very pessimistic in this trailer. They sort of make you see his point of view in, in like two lines, basically mm-hmm. Um, the line that happens right after that, when she's meditating, like we've seen before with the pebbles floating and like the rocks breaking and stuff. He says, "I've seen this raw strength only once before. It didn't scare me enough then. It does now." Uh, and I I love that line. And, and I think it's important it's to know. Note- and I'm oh. I'm pretty sure he's referencing Kylo.
1: Well, yeah, because during that line, you have the shot of his hand breaking through, you know, a, a collapsed building, and him coming to his knees, watching something burn. Right, so, and it looks like just I'm just looking at it right now, I can't tell if that's all rubble. it's probably rubble. I don't think they are bodies, but I mean you can tell that there was whatever happened, it was you know a big blow to him, so my guess is this was his uh training academy for the the new generation, right, so I'm wondering if whatever damage here was caused directly by Kylo or however Snoke was able to get Kylo and this is just the aftermath of that,
0: right. Yeah, it's it's hard to say. I mean, obviously, we'll see when we see the movie. But mm-hmm. yeah, they go, they go back to that last Jedi scene and all that. Um, yeah, I even wrote I wrote Luke breaking some wood, looking at the fire, standing in front of, and then this cuts back standing in front of some kind of a hole. Maybe the one they jump down later? Question mark. I think yeah, it is the one. The one. And a sort
1: of symbol on it too, which unfortunately is blurry.
0: Yeah, I, I I'm sure in the next scene, they go like right up to it and it's, whoa, you know, it's there, <laughs> but, um, yeah. And then the next shot we get to see is Kylo smashing his helmet into a wall showing frustration with his thing. And I did, you read the novelization of force awakens, right?
1: Uh, I read part of it. I haven't read the whole thing. Okay.
0: So I know I've heard that at the end when, when Kylo kills Han, he, he, uh, he kind of remarks that he thought that killing his father would make him stronger, but it actually made him weaker.
1: Yeah. So in the book, there's a line uh, just paraphrasing, but that he didn't get the satisfaction that he was expecting. He felt empty. Yeah. So we know that at that, you know, he did this thing that he thought he had to do. It didn't give him the strength that he thought. So there was that moment of regret. Yeah. Which I think you definitely see here with him. Just, you know just the way that he breaks his helmet against the wall
0: right and i uh i actually i talked about this with a coworker of mine about why i think that's really significant that he would feel weaker and like why he would be breaking his helmet because he's frustrated he's not getting stronger like he thought he would and i i pointed out that i was like kylo ren's source of power was always his anger and specifically uh, his anger for his father, and with his father gone, he has nothing to be angry about anymore, and so, like he's sort of lost the thing that was helping him tap into the dark side in a way, which is yeah. would explain why he would feel weaker and not, you know, closer to the dark side of the force.
1: And I'm really curious to see. I mean, I don't think we know now. You kind of, you get the time frame during uh, the Bloodlines book of when Kylo is training with Luke. But we never, at least up to this point, we haven't figured out how his relationship with his parents deteriorated. We mm-hmm. know that it did, but we don't know under what what circumstances. Yeah, and I'm I'm hoping that we get some of that answered in this
0: movie. The thing is, though, yeah, I'm I'm interested too because we never get flashbacks in Star Wars for the most part, unless they're you know like a Force vision. I want to see if 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 ray actually has that power i think she has which is the same one quinlan voss had where she sees visions by touching objects i would love to like if that is an actual thing like how great would that be how cool would that be if um you know that that's how you learn like maybe her and kylo have some like serious sit down and converse time you know just Uh, have a
1: chat over some coffee some blue milk
0: yeah yeah, and we'll get to some of that later too. Um <laughs> Real right, quick. Luke, oh, go ahead.
1: The the shot right before he breaks his uh his helmet. Uh excuse me. You see the the, the very first what looks like a band aid in Star Wars um right across his scar. I mean my guess is it's a Bacta bandage which you see Luke Skywalker have over his face after he gets attacked by the Wampa. But this is the first time I think we've ever seen a character wear it for a a long period of time. Mhm.
0: Yeah, he had a pretty bad scar there, but um, I saw some people saying it looked kind of weird, and I was like, yeah, it looks kind of weird, but it's, it's fine.
1: It's a different kind of texture, but I mean, yeah. it, that's what you're having an issue with. You're weird. <laughs>
0: like, you're I months. guess so. A um, Well, as, and as Kylo smashes his helmet, he says, let the past die. Kill it if you have to. That's the only way to become who you were meant to be. <clears throat> and um, And I wrote, grappling with not feeling complete after killing Han, and then Millennium Falcon flying through a bunch of red crew. Oh, that's the next thing. Okay, so backing up, there's this weird kind of deceptive edit, like he's going to shoot the place where Leia is, his mother. Do you think that that is actually the the way the edit is, or do you think it's deceptive? Because I saw a lot of people saying that they don't think that um it's more to evoke a feeling like uh, a theme that will run through the movie rather than an actual scene
1: i ha- i think i i think it it is the scene from the movie i just don't think it's gonna play as big of a part as we think we it will like here we're assuming oh my goodness this is how late it's gonna end i don't think it is i have a feeling it's something no it's i end. mean didn't they say right they're not
0: killing kill her them. in this movie they said that
1: but we still don't know 100 they star wars has said one thing and then done something completely different in the past. That's true. So at this point we just have to be kind of like, you know, just kind of wait.
0: That's true. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think that it's an actual scene that's going to play out. I think what it is, is just trying to evoke the feeling that Kylo is now grappling with, like maybe, maybe, Killing my mother as well will actually give me the, the thing that I wanted, you know. Yeah, and I wouldn't be
1: surprised if it's not her ship either. Yeah. Like maybe this is the closest they've ever been. He may be attacking another ship, but because of that connection, now he's hesitating doing his job.
0: Right, Um, and we'll see. And and I mean, he his line, "Let the past die. Kill it if you have to," Mm -hmm. is in a way like. Him acknowledging, like, you know, if I kill my parents, if I kill everything that ties me to that old person that I used to be, Ben Solo, then I will no longer, then I will cease to be Ben Solo. Sort of, sort of a Darth Vader thing, right? Like, yeah, you know, he he, in in a sense, ceases to be Anakin Skywalker, and then he is Darth Vader. And he's trying
1: he's... hard to do that, and it's just, at least up to this point, he hasn't become the other version of himself. He's still. This conflicted character. Yeah. Also, you see a quick shot of Admiral Akbar in the back, too, so that's nice to see.
0: Is it Admiral Akbar?
1: Yeah, if you look right where the shot of uh, General Leia on the mm. far left side, that's him at the controls. Oh. And I know <laughs> that's him because we've seen the action figure and it looks that same kind of uniform.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I know that I had I read that the ship she's on is called the Radis. Which is named after the the calamari in the calamari captain in Rogue One. Yeah. Yeah, nice. And I was like, that's a cool poll. I like that's that. That's a nice connection. Yeah. Uh anyway, and then we see Millennium Falcon flying through a bunch of red crystals, and I said, on crate question mark. Most likely. Most likely. Um but then I but then I thought I had a weird thought. I was like, are these are these bled kyber crystals? Like uh like like in new canon um the you know you you bleed kyber crystals is the way you make them in like red basically
1: yeah they kind of change based off of your emotion
0: yeah so um like i was i was thinking like what if the whole planet is so dagobah is rich in sort of the light side of the force like the the uh, the living force sort of, I was like, what if crate is a place that is rich in the dark side of the force? And thus any Kyber crystals that have lived there have already been bled. And that's why they're all underground and like red and stuff. Yeah. they would be nice. Yeah. And then it would make sense as to why, you know, first order would be there, you mm-hmm. know, <clears throat> but who knows anyway, that's a uh,
1: lot of crystals too. Yeah. It's a, it's a beautiful shot because as the ships are flying by they kind of change colors,
0: yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's it's. I like that shot. Um, and then we see Chewie and the Porg, and uh, that's that's, that's a, enough of that. That's the name <laughs> of uh,
1: this episode: Chewie and the
0: Porg. Chewie and the Porks. Give it up. Uh, and then the, the the next line of dialogue we hear is actually from Poe Dameron. He says, "We are the spark that'll light the fire that'll burn the first order down." And I've seen. I've heard two things. Someone someone today tried to tell me that they think Poe Dameron is is a uh, double agent. And I was like, uh, I don't buy that. Uh, what I would suggest is that Poe Dameron is maybe a little more, he's like a Cassian Andor type. Maybe a little more willing to do bad things for, for good reasons. Maybe. Yeah. Um, and I've seen people say, "What if, what if this line insinuates that, like, the Resistance is trying to build a super weapon to wipe out the First Order, like, sort of flipping the Death Star on its head?" You know, I was like, oh, "That'd be interesting," but that
1: would be bad. I don't know if if they're, you know, this new. Well, I guess they're not ruled by the new Senate or the New Republic, but uh, I don't know, that would be an interesting twist.
0: Yeah. Uh, my only concern is like we've done we've done super weapons to death, you know.
1: Yeah, and and a lot of people are always I thing that I, I always found annoying is people are saying how they want all the expanded universe back. There were more super weapons in the expanded universe than there were ever in all the movies combined so far.
0: Yeah, I mean there
1: was a Death Star three. They made the uh, the Star Killer, which is basically a giant squared ship with two giant. I mean, there were there were they got more and more ridiculous as time went on. Yeah.
0: And then the Star Forge.
1: Yeah, it got weird.
0: <laughs> yeah, it got nuts. But what can you do, man? Anyway. Uh, what you we can see it, do, you yeah. can
1: build a giant rocket booster in the back of your X-Wing fighter like Poe does, mm-hmm. which yeah. I would love to see that thing go in full speed.
0: Yeah. Uh, then we get a bunch of dogfight footage, and then Phasma busting out that spear, and then I, I wrote, Damn yeah that uh,
1: the shot of phasma with the sphere and then or the the spear and the explosion behind her. just i mean yeah. and then right there you see finn yeah. and they make eye contact and they have their moment
0: yeah finn i i in the office today i was saying finn with the baton like clashing with phasma was the money shot of this entire trailer i was like yes <laughs>
1: It really is, and when they do that tight <laughs> shot on Phasma's helmet, and you can see yeah. Finn's reflection on the helmet, I mean, that was probably my the most exciting moment for me in this trailer.
0: Yeah, it was that. That to me was like the moment where I had a huge smile because the rest of it, I was like, "Yeah, I love all this stuff," but like, I know they're not going to tell me anything new. But that was something new. I was like, I didn't expect, at this point in our new trilogy, to get a Phasma Finn fight. You know.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting if you if you freeze frame that shot in the background, you can see these new walkers, they, the the chicken walkers from their, the Return of the Jedi. They look slightly modified, and you can actually see one walking in the background. It's as soon as Finn pops up. Yeah, so, and you see a Stormtrooper, which I, I think is this armor we've seen in the past. But uh, yeah, there's a lot happening in this scene.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and then we cut to Luke saying, "This is not going to go the way you think." And I want to point out that he's soaking wet. <laughs> uh, he's he's
1: it's in the rain. You know, he thinks so you an umbrella.
0: this is my my uh, my timeline of events. Let's say is that hole, that blurry hole we talked about earlier goes down under the island, and it's a Dagobah-esque like force place for meditation and that's where the books are and all this stuff and ray's got to go on a little mini journey you know inward journey to like see luke's perspective or whatever and they have to jump down there and you see later on uh ray jumping down the hole and like into the water and i'm thinking like that's why he's all wet is because they just mixed edited a lot of these scenes into the trailer um and, uh, well, bats-
1: it it is yeah. also raining in the scene too. Is it? Yeah, it's hard to see, but it is raining in the background.
0: Hmm. Yes,
1: yeah, it's, it's a, If you, it's very quick, but yeah, it's. I'm curious though. Uh, you know, when this scene takes place, if this is early on towards the end too, because if Luke's attitude does not change, well, I'm curious to see what the outcome will be.
0: Yeah. Also, cr- I wrote crystal wolves. What?
1: <laughs> yeah, we finally see these weird crystal wolves that we saw during the behind the scenes feature, right? Yeah and they're looks like they're running into some sort of a bunker where hanger. General Leia is. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they've got like a hoth hanger on crate, weirdly enough. Um yeah, I thought they were like loath wolves, but now I'm like, hmm. <laughs> um They're
1: they're they're cool looking though.
0: They are really cool looking. Um I, I and and I don't know, man. I, I bet you that we're going to have some weird... We're going to learn some weird stuff about about coming back as a force animal in this season of Rebels because, man, they sure are pitching this whole like Ahsoka's a wolf now.
1: Well, remember... <laughs> well, again, I was going to say Dave Filoni said that she is not the wolf. But, again, we have to take Dave Filoni's word with a grain of salt because yeah. he has said things and then changed later on.
0: Yeah, he also said she was dead. Whoa! Uh...
1: Yeah. From a certain point of view,
0: yeah. Ray and Luke jump down a hole. Yep. Uh, and then, and then I and then I I wrote Luke is all wet when he says that, so maybe he's mad at Ray. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the next scene is Snoke with his arm out saying "Fulfill your destiny," and he's torturing Ray. And I'm like, what is happening here? <laughs>
1: Well, you have, right before that, you have a little bit of the battle on this uh, red planet. Um, you have some TIE fighters, you have more walkers, and you have a quick shot of the interior of the, the large Imperial ship. I don't remember the name of it, but we, uh, it was referenced about a month ago on the Star Wars show. And you can see there a better shot of these uh, updated Imperial weapons. Um, there's mm-hmm. a lot of them, too. You can see how big of an arsenal they still have, even though Starkiller Base is gone. And they still yeah. have quite a large army, too.
0: Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, like, now that they are where they are and the New Republic is pretty much gone, what the state of the galaxy is like, is it in just complete disarray, you know? Yeah,
1: who's in control of what?
0: Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Because, like, the Resistance isn't an official, um, like, New Republic entity, it, they're oh no, like they're their own thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, who knows? Um, the next scene I think is totally deceptively edited. I don't know how you feel about it, but I have some some, way, some ways around this. But we have Ray saying, "I need someone to show me my place in all this," and then they cut to Kylo, and then he reaches his hand out, and then and then the trailer ends. Now. I should point out that obviously he's not reaching his hand out to Ray in a manner of speaking. He's just reaching his hand out into the screen. But like if you check, the, if you watch the lighting, while similar colors, the lighting in both of those shots it is like totally different. So
1: yeah, it looks like she's an interior for that. It's very calm yeah. lighting on her. It's like look at him. Yeah. And it's he's actually well lit from both sides.
0: Yeah. And, well, I mean,
1: she could be up against a wall too, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that scene.
0: Yeah, I think uh, it's, I think again, it's like the Kylo Leia scene. I think it's meant to evoke a feeling or a theme or a motif that's going to play throughout the entire film, and not necessarily yeah. a scene that exists. You know. Can can we go
1: back real quick to the Snoke shot? Yeah. So we were told from the beginning that Snoke is not a Force user. Yet you see Rey being you know uh tortured in front of Snoke. Do you do you think this is a moment where she's back with Kylo Ren and he's doing this to her? I don't know. Cuz looking it? at the sh- looking at the scene, I mean, he's kind of reaching out forward. I don't I think that right there is is the editing. I don't think he's actually doing this to her. That's We've been led to believe this whole time that he's doesn't have this ability of the Force.
0: I mean, that's a good point, and you can see, but you can see his robes in the back, but yeah, you don't see his hand in that scene either, and that that could be true. That that is, again, deceptive editing and mm. and stuff on their part, because uh, Becky would tell you if she was here too. Uh, film editing. I mean, you you can, you can cut people in ways that, make it look like something totally different's happening. So mm-hmm. and 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 it's all left up to interpretation when you don't have context. So that could be the case. Um, and the, another thing that someone had pointed out is that if, if even if Snoke is or isn't a Force user, he's not a Sith. He doesn't have the dark side corruption in his eyes. His eyes are like blue, like deep blue.
1: Yeah, he looks. Yeah, I don't. I I don't think that he has the ability to use a Force. I think he's manipulating kylo in another way i don't think that this is his power that we're seeing in the trailer either although i'm curious to see if he was able to corrupt you know ben solo this much what power does he really have right what is what is his role in the first he knows
0: enough to train we know that yeah
1: he knows enough to train there were the knights of ren um he's also the leader of this whole new, you know the the first order which is a separate government from the new Republic, which formed while Ben was a little kid. So All I'm right. wondering at what point he came into the fold or maybe he was the leader from the very beginning.
0: That's a, I know that's a good point. Cause like bloodlines doesn't really elaborate on any of that. It kind yeah. of just tells you that they are, they exist and they're coming up, you know? So that's the whole trailer. What I like about it is that it didn't necessarily give, it didn't give anything away but it it totally left you with so many more questions but i feel like i know deep down the the themes and the feeling that this movie's supposed to be invoking and i feel like we're about to get another empire if that if i don't know if you feel that same way
1: yeah i think it's going to be uh empire in the way that it's going to be a pivotal movie like something major right. will happen i don't think it's going to be the same thing as the originals, where there's gonna be this large battle, the Empire, the Dark Side wins, and then the rebellion has to scramble to you know. I, I don't think it's gonna be an exact copy, but I think you're gonna have, it's it's you know, the very middle section of this three-part story. So that something has to change. Something ha- there has to be some sort of danger movement.
0: Yeah, there has to be like a a, a conflict or like a separation. I, I I almost feel, and yeah, I don't mean that this is going to be like a carbon copy of. Empire, but yeah, what I mean to say is that um, it's going to be a—I don't even know how to describe it. Just it's—it's it's probably going to be pretty dark, and it will probably deepen uh, your understanding of maybe the Force. It'll—it'll—it'll—it'll it'll, it'll, it'll be interesting. Like I, I i love when the new movies come out because I always feel like they are massive uh, drops for like canon almost. Yeah. And I always love when canon can be redefined, like when you can put signposts on timelines for like really significant events. And for all intents and purposes, the movies are the signposts. They're the 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 top of the, you know, thing. So it's almost like opening up new eras for books and comics and stuff, and I and I'm all for that and and redefining sort of what you think about you know star wars or the jedi or the force and like change is is something i feel like the 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 things that we learned and the characters we came to love or hate in force awakens are going to go through massive change
1: yeah and this movie is is going to be long too
0: yeah it's the longest star wars movie ever it's two and a half hours
1: yeah, so some—I mean—they will be able to tell a lot of story in this movie.
0: I'm glad we got tickets where we get a meal, cause... <laughs>
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> um, for anybody who's listening to this, I'm assuming you have your tickets, but the ever since we had heard about Mark Hamill's slip of the tongue saying, "Oh, watch fo- Monday Night Football," um, we knew that these tickets were going to be coming out, possibly with the trailer. And so, I think it was a Sunday before, they were saying tickets are going to drop after the trailer comes out. And this is something that they said for both the Rogue One and The Force Awakens. And each time, they released the tickets early. So, I hopped onto the computer at 4.30, just waiting. Trailer didn't come out till what, 6.45? I think About. I
0: literally... Yeah, I was making dinner for... My friends or something yeah it was like 644 645 and i went oh yeah i should see if the trailer's up and i clicked twitter and there were tweets from like 30 seconds ago saying wow that trailer and i'm like well all right i was like we're dropping and everything we're watching this
1: so for people who are expecting to buy the tickets to be the first people to buy tickets right after the trailer came out well tickets came out an hour and a half early 5 p.m pacific time tickets were on sale yep. which you know that's that's one thing that is is kind of silly about them posting. Oh, wait till this, wait till this. Always be ready. I mean, we were able to get tickets for uh, the fan event that they're doing at specific theater. So we have perfect seats there. We were able to get them at the El Capitan Theater, which is in Hollywood, uh, Disney-owned theater. They they do a lot of the premieres there, and they do a really cool pre-show uh, before all their movies. So. Yeah, hopefully you're able to get good seats. Um I know a lot of theaters are sold out now, but if you weren't able to get something, give it some time. They typically add more theaters for opening night as the date gets closer.
0: Oh yeah. I yeah. mean, with a movie like that, like they're going to They're going to do that. And and I've talked to a lot of people and I think 99% of them got tickets. Um, yeah, that's and good. and it, and it really is It really is like what we were saying on the last show where it's like If if you care enough to go see the movie opening night and you're waiting there when the tickets go live, you'll get tickets like you're not going to, you know, you're not going to sit there for three hours and then and then refresh and try to get your ticket and then you don't get one. Like I I have not had. I don't think you've had that experience yet. Mm -mm. And this is the third time we've done it, you know, and we're going to continue to do it because these movies are just insane You know they're blockbusters in the classical sense. You know, Uh, and it—it—I don't know. I'm sure it'll be fine. I bet if you're listening to this, you probably got tickets. Yeah, you you probably have your tickets right now. You probably—if you don't stop
1: listening and get your tickets,
0: yeah, go figure that out. Figure your (laughs) life out real quick. But anyway, that's gonna do it for our very special episode of Long Time Ago Radio. Remember, you can find the podcast and all its RSS feeds and all that good stuff on canontimeline.com slash podcast. You can also find me on Twitter at the Jawa Josh. Alex, where can they find you? You guys
1: can find me on Instagram under dapper underscore fet. And make sure to check out our Facebook page. We try to post anything and everything Star Wars there. It's facebook.com slash radio.
0: Sweet. And uh, I'm going to go edit this so we can go up tomorrow. And may the Force be with you. And goodbye.
1: Goodbye.